Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody, and welcome Woo. back to No Other Pod. As usual, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. You okay, you making uh, making sounds? Yeah, drumming, dude. Drumming okay. in. There you go. Um, excited to be back with you. Another week of quarantine town. God knows how many to go. We're crushing. So, it. Uh, We're so Dan, good at this. How's it going? Just being the best stay-at-home person I can be. I'm. There you uh, go. I'm real good at it. Getting great. I, I, I don't even uh, a lot of bugs outdoors. Anyways, I don't like to go out <laughs> into the uh, into the outdoors and mess with bugs. Yeah. Went for a walk today. Felt like go. bugs were all over me. Didn't like okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've been going for walks just about every day, and so uh, that's that's been good. Um, You've been walking by the water. Yeah, there's a lake nearby here. Mm, I've and seen so, I've seen pictures of that. You're taking solemn walks by the water. I was bored the other day. It was like su- Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't remember what day it was. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna go for a walk. And I was like, I think there's a lake, not that far from here. So I walked over to the lake, and then I was like, I'm just gonna walk to the end of the lake and see how long this takes. And it ended up being like a five mile walk. Whoa! So yeah, that's crazy. So it was good though. I mean, I literally had nothing else to do, and it was a gorgeous day. So what'd so, that take you? Like an hour and a half? Yeah, 92 minutes. That's a good guess by me. That was a good guess, yeah. It's not like you get my Apple Watch notifications or anything. I do. (laughs) I just didn't see your – I didn't see the time. That's Uh, funny. I think about that sometimes, and I'm like, people see I'm doing Pilates right now? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's okay. I'm about to start doing yoga once my yoga mat comes from Amazon sometime between now and three years from now. Now in February. (laughs) Right, yeah, of 2022. Oh, my God. Um, that's cool yeah, man I, hey at least you're getting out there and it's decent weather now for it so yeah i just i otherwise i gotta make myself get up and, and get walking or or jogging or something because otherwise it's far too easy to, to sit on the couch all day and next thing you know you're like i've had 700 steps in the past week and now, that's you, not good do you have like downstairs neighbors or anything like that no you're on the ground level yeah so i think like if you what am I thinking here? Do you do home workouts or anything? Mm, not really, no. Because there's obviously so much stuff out there that like could tone tone you with just your freaking body weight. You know what I mean? I mean you don't got to go invest in dumbbells or anything. Yeah, no, I'm gonna start doing yoga, but that's about it right now. So gotcha. Um, but yeah, so just getting some walks in and and whatnot. Um, yeah, trying to stay sane. Watching a lot of TV. I've watched literally all of the Harry Potter movies for the first time since we last talked last week. You've never seen them. Never seen them. Never read the wow. books. Did you like the movies though? They were enjoyable. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah. No, I enjoyed them. Um, I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan, so that was kind of mm. like what I was c- kind of comparing them to. Even though it's it's not really the same. It's just fantasy, sci-fi ish. Still a massive uh, subject material. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Still same same realm, if you will. Yeah, but it's kind of funny because like I literally I think I read the first book when I was in third grade, like right after it came out. Um, wow. Did not remember anything about it other than there was a dude named Harry Potter in it and uh, did not know any of the story. So I literally, it was kind of fun going through these movies that are anywhere from, you know, 10 to 20 years old and literally not knowing anything that happens in them and just binging them straight through. So that's sweet, man. Now you got to go get the uh, Fantastic Beasts and watch that. Yeah. Yeah. That's on my list. So I, I got to look There's up two like, of those when that fits in the timeline I, I think it's like earlier before the harry potter movies like that's when they take place right yeah so but it's yeah no, it was good um nice it's it's kind of funny though because like i'm watching these movies and i'm like texting my cousins or like my brothers or whatnot like trying to talk about them and they're like yep welcome to 2006 well i so. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm still on my wrestlemania kick trying to trying to watch one a day i don't always get it down but today man i watched well, that that Michael Jordan documentary got me in the mood to want to finally get around to watching Hoop Dreams on HBO. Okay, there you go. How do you like Have that? You heard of this? 
I have heard of it. I have not watched it. Okay. First, it's like three hours. So I'm like, Jesus, this is a commitment. Um, it, it's It was cool. I mean, it, it took place in Chicago. So I kind of have a couple years of roots up there, I guess, right. if you yeah, will. Yeah. But uh, it was, uh, it's pretty cool watching that, that kind of stuff. I love documentaries in general, really. Yeah. Yeah, I've been on a good documentary kick. I just... Um... Basketball, Tigers, you know, everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, The Last Dance. I watched the first couple episodes. That was real good. It's pretty cool. Um, I, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel. Do you wish they would have released all 10 episodes, or are you okay with it being episodic like that? I'm okay with it because I feel like it gives you something to look forward to over the next month. Right. Because so, otherwise you binge it. Maybe you get sick of it halfway through. Yeah. Um, that's what I always get down to. I'm like, man, now I'm kind of bored. So I try to, when I was watching Billions, I would watch like two episodes and yeah. then I'd go to something else. Yeah, I, I, for some things, like with the Harry Potter movies, like I said, I enjoyed that I could just sort of take those out over the course of a week because, like, I was like, I, you know, I, I want to know where the story goes. For a TV show or for a docuseries like The Last Dance, I feel like if they release all 10 episodes at once, it starts almost feeling more of like an obligation where you're like, okay, well, I got to finish this now, as opposed to like, I actually want to sit down and watch it because I have this thing where. I, like if I'm watching a show, I can't like watch multiple shows at the same time. Like I gotta, oh, okay. I gotta finish it through. Unless it's like a like Westworld not, is on right now, so like I I'm not, that. I'm not waiting till until Westworld's done to watch something else. But if I'm binging a show that's already out, I'm not gonna be like jumping around to three different shows. Right, we're that way with we're watching Brooklyn Nine Nine whenever there's downtime or whatever, and it's, right. uh, we're not watching anything else. It's just like hey, we have a couple hours, want to squeeze in four episodes, you know? Yeah. Pretty but I, I really liked the first couple episodes. I mean, I am 30, so I remember, like, I have, early, you know, early-ish, not, oh, they're obviously not my early memories, earliest memories, but there are early-ish memories of, like, that second, you know, Jordan Bulls team in, like, 96, 97, 98, but I didn't really I become, posters, like, bro. yeah, I didn't really become that, like, truly aware of things going on in the NBA until, you know, really it was the the Shaq Kobe years for me growing up in Los Angeles and like 99, 2000, 2001, that's when I became really aware. So it's, it's interesting for me, especially these first couple episodes where they go back and look at Jordan in like 84, 85 when he was drafted, you know, a couple of years before I was born, seeing how that kind of built into who he was at the end of his career. And also how, not that I feel bad for the GM because the GM seemed kind of like a dick, but how Jordan was kind of mean at times too. They so. say that's going to shine a light on that, uh, this whole series. And he even said, like, I feel like I came off as a dick. Like, this yeah. did not portray me in a good light. Yeah. So, it's interesting. I mean, man, it... I know. Did you that... wear the cologne? I, no. I did. Yeah, no. <laughs> didn't do that. I've had my fair share of Jordan shoes. That's for I'm sure. Not, I've never had a pair of Jordans, dude. I've been looking at them lately because I'm like, I've never had a pair. I probably need to get one, right? Everyone's had a pair. Yeah, I had some Jordan 1s, and I had, uh, you know, all throughout middle school and high school, every time they came out with a new Jordan shoe, I, I wanted to get those. Really? Not that long ago, I, I bought a pair of uh, Jordan 3s, like all red Jordan 3s that are real nice okay. that I haven't actually worn yet. They're still looking pretty See, in the box. See, I had Allen Iverson shoes, and I had Tracy McGrady shoes. Okay, yeah, I, I was a Kobe and then Jordans, so. That's pretty but, sick. Yeah, it's it's a fun docuseries and it kind of brings up that whole like who's who's better lebron or or, or michael debate again mm-hmm. which i don't really have that much of an interest in because they're both phenomenal but it, it, it does kind of you know I, I always was the type of person who was like oh, probably, lebron's probably better because he, you know he just is bigger faster stronger but then i'm watching what jordan did in these documentary highlight clips and i'm like damn that's yeah. insane so i don't know it's pretty it's cool. content worth <laughs> a watch worth a watch if if you listeners are uh needing something to do i know you're all real busy right yeah. now with all your activities and stuff right but uh you know good good on them for releasing content and you know what else i need to see man disney put out a family sing-along oh yeah i saw that it i haven't watched ABC. it but i saw that it came out now it's on disney plus yeah there you go that's that's on my list that that gives me the crazy eyes i get excited other than the fact zach efron introduced the high school musical song and then did not sing with the cast of high school musical. I'm like, what are you, what is that? I heard he had some technical difficulties or something like that. Supposedly that's what they said, but there's no high school musical without Zac Efron. Yeah. You already had technical uh, difficulties. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, he probably just was too busy. Well, so you brought up High School Musical. So I was going to save this for later in the episode because there is a couple of Sporting KC topics that I do want to get to. Of course. But um, one of our faithful listeners, Joshua Zars, uh, sent, sent us an email. Um, and he had a couple of questions in here that, that we'll get to in a little bit. But but he did ask this one fun question that I, I kind of want to mention. Um, and he goes, a lot of us are, quote, schooling our kids as well as working. For each of you, what was your best and worst subject in high school? Try to first... Try first to address the, quote, core subjects, and then when Dan can't stand it any longer, he can break out into his high school musical songs and thump his chest about how awesome he was in choir. So it took you, what, 10 minutes, I think, to get to high school musical, and you wouldn't even ask the question. I don't mean to thump my chest and and being a state choir soloist, it's whatever. (laughs) It just happened. It's fine. Tried out for the voice, it's whatever. Uh, (laughs) Did you really? I did, yeah. Did you make it anymore? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got so nervous. I was like, what am I nervous? I'm never going to see these people again. <laughs> so you didn't like ever get to see, like, uh, was it Blake Shelton or who, who was on no. it at the time? I was in a room with 10 other people uh, in front of producers. That's hilarious. So it was, uh, I don't know what I was so nervous about. It's whatever. It's uh, stupid idiots. <laughs> yeah. So do you have a, uh, and then we'll act, well, I promise, worst we'll subject, huh? stuff. Best and worst subjects bro best for me is always going to be math i'm a math nerd i would like i'd be like let me do your algebra let me do it for you and they're like no i need you to show me how to do it and i'm like i can't do that i just want to do it (laughs) i would actually get in trouble for never showing my work so like teachers would think i was cheating and i'm like i'm not and they're like we need to show your work i said but i got the right answer it's it's in here it's in my head uh worst subject any kind of history dude i just could never get into history in my mind it was like that's what it is it's history it's over i'm not dwelling on the past it's not important it is important i get it now but at the (laughs) time i didn't want to write papers i didn't like that so it was just boring to me the books were never the books were never colorful it was like kansas history and i'm like that's fucking stupid Yeah. (laughs) yeah For me, I guess, I don't know that I have ever had like one particularly bad subject. It was more of like I had bad years in certain subjects, and I mostly blamed it on the teacher um, mm. because I had some bad teachers. I had some great teachers, but there were a couple. I was like, you're not good at your job. Um, <laughs> I, but I think probably if I were to pick like my overall worst subject, uh, it was French. I was not good at French. Wow. That is not a core subject. Like language, foreign language. I should have picked Spanish, but I picked French. It was a bad mistake. That is weird. Um, that is like the hardest one. Yeah, as a as a voice major, it's the hardest to sing too. I was like, I don't want to sing in French. I, I I know I know exactly why I picked it. It was so I was going into a new school in seventh grade, and it was the first time I was going to take a language, and so you had to pick between Spanish, French, and Latin. And obviously, a lot of people are, are picking Spanish because you know it's a useful language, particularly Absolutely. living in Los Angeles. You're going to use Spanish quite a bit. Uh, a lot of people were picking Latin because they were like, oh, this is going to help me on the SATs. Um, which it probably didn't. They were just thinking like root words and whatnot for vocabulary. We didn't have SATs. Uh, yeah, you guys took ACTs? The ACTs, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't get it. I don't know the difference. <laughs> so like, but on like the orientation day when you're signing up for classes, like everybody's talking to the Spanish teacher, a bunch of people are talking to the Latin teacher, and no one was talking to the French teacher. And I felt bad. So I went to go talk to the French teacher, and the French teacher convinced me to take French, and it was a terrible mistake. Because you so. felt bad. Hey, you look lonely. Let yeah. me be your friend. Hey, take my class. <laughs> yeah, pretty much what happened. So. Dude, well, at least in my Kansas history class, I wrote a paper, and we got our papers back, and I was asked to stay after class. Now, my teacher was also my basketball coach, sophomore year, basketball team, and I didn't play that much because my grades weren't great, mm-hmm. is what he told me. I'm sure it was because I wasn't as tall as other people, Yeah, but it was... Uh, he, he he says, do you know who um, Jamie Rogers is? You know, I was thinking of a name. I was like, no. And they're like, oh, because he's the author of this paper. And I was like, oh. You're like, come again? Because <laughs> I, I plagiarized the right. shit out of it. And he's like, did you steal this? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> you're going to deny it. And right. it's like, yes, you did. This is word for word. Yeah. So naturally you get a zero. You do that shit in college, bro. You're expelled. You're yeah. off campus. You're done. In, in high school, they're just like, okay, well, you fail. And I'm like, well, that's not the worst thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing, I was pretty much a rule follower for most of the time. I don't think I ever plagiarized a paper or whatnot. 
the worst thing I did, and looking back at it now, it was the dumbest idea, and I don't know why I just didn't, I don't know what made me think this was a good idea, but I got behind on some math homework in seventh grade, and my teacher made a deal with me. He's like, yeah, you, you catch up, like do like double homework assignments every night, catch up, like you'll, you'll get the credit for it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And my dumbass didn't do it. So I get to the day, I keep telling him the whole time, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. We had set a date where I was going to turn it in. Yeah, I got it. I got it. We get to the date where we're going to turn it in. Literally hadn't done any of it. So <laughs> what I did was I took my, my binder and uh, intentionally like just spilled a shit ton of like milk and food and everything all over it and then I went to his office and I was like I had it with all my assignments in it and then at lunch today somebody spilled their lunch all over it and now it's all ruined <laughs> and thought for some reason that would work even though it's very obvious there was nothing on the paper to begin with oh my um, god like, oh, wiped all the answers away. right it's, it's just it's ruined there's chocolate milk everywhere and he was like no we're not doing this who knew chocolate milk was in a right. <laughs> So I don't know why my dumbass 12-year-old Dude. self thought that was a good idea. But did you ever did you ever have you probably never had a detention in your life, have you? I had one detention. Oh, look it was at senior you. year cuz I did I, we did senior ditch day and I didn't oh, go to school and not cuz I did anything cool. I literally stayed at home with my mom and watched TV. That's weird. Um, but then they were like anybody that that wasn't here on senior ditch day, um, you have detention. So that was my one and only detention. And this was like the very early days of Facebook. And so everybody who had detention that day, they were like, if we're all going to go on detention, we're going to have some fun while doing it. Everybody show up in like beach gear. So everybody showed up in like swimsuits and goggles and everything like floaties. And and obviously the teachers were pissed. So they're like, everybody take this off. I'll be back in five minutes. And that's when we'll start detention. So we're all like, oh, okay, whatever. We got our laugh. We're sitting in detention. Two minutes after it starts, somebody was late and comes bursting in in full-on scuba gear, like <laughs> fins, tank, mask, everything, and just everybody lost it, and it was the and, dumbest thing. Oh, but my God. Dude, the that's teachers not, were so pissed. That's a sweet way to do detention, but not a sweet way to get it. No, um, it's, it's a terrible story. Because I was mean. Like, I got a couple of detentions from mouthing off to teachers. <laughs> just mouth, little quips. I'd be like, because uh, I don't want to. Like, oh, because, why? Why would I do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, also, one time I threw a pencil at my friend and got caught. So that's a detention-worthy okay. thing, whatever. But uh, my dad actually found one of my detention slips the other day, and he was like, what's this about? And I'm like, you probably drove me to detention. Don't act like I was keeping it from you. Right. It was not a secret in our house. You're going to get in trouble now, like 16 years later. <laughs> right. Like, you knew about this? <laughs> you knew where I was? I lived with you. <laughs> yeah. I should have probably had more detentions than I did for, like, unexcused absences or whatnot. But, like, we had to do, um, they call it, like, a work study, where you had to, like, take a period once a week and, like, help a teacher or do something or whatnot work in the school store or something well, like that's that. like college shit yeah i mean my job was i had to help like the the guy who was in charge of like attendance and so like i would sit there and like help him like file all of the letters that parents wrote and whatnot and so i got to know him pretty well so um i got pretty good at faking letters from my parents for excused absences and so <laughs> that's when uh I was able to figure out how to sort of get around the system with that. But then, yeah, it, it didn't work when I got to ditch day senior year. So Fun stuff, dude. Yeah. But anyway, that was my – so my worst subject, I guess, was French. My best was science. I enjoyed science. I was a nerd. Science. So. Yeah, I didn't mind science. They, they say your, your, like your music and artsy brain kind of goes with and, – and math. It's like music, math, and science. They all kind of – Yeah. If you're good at one or two of those, you can do all of them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So, um, Josh had a couple other questions, and we have some other actual sporting KC-related questions. But let's Ooh. hit a couple of the uh, the MLS news and notes and, and SKC news that we got here. Biggest thing, obviously, MLS Peter postponement. There's, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to that. Um, MLS postponement extended until at least June 8th because of uh, coronavirus. I mean, I don't expect like this to be... a four-week postponement, right? Like, a, what was the original? Mar- May 13th? They had originally... Um, originally, it was suspended for eight weeks, setting a target return date of May 10th. And then right. I think it became pretty clear that that's not reasonable. So now they've pushed it a month to June 8th. Gotcha. I think that it would be pretty shocking if we have MLS return in June at all. Um 
I don't know. I, I mean, we'll see. Maybe July at the earliest, but... I doubt it. A lot of you just can't wait to go back to work and you just have to go protest and be out there. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. People are like, oh, I need we need our barbers and our nail salons. And it's like, what? Yeah. You Get do? your ass home. Jesus We're all Christ. looking bad with all of our non-haircut hair, so... It's yeah, just, uh, I, and I just grow it out. Let's just go. Yeah. And I think uh, uh, one lady was like, well, you can work. Why, why can't I work? And it's like, you're talking to a nurse, right. you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's a little different. Yeah. Um, I mean, on one hand, I was looking at like the, the news about the protests this week, at least in Kansas City, and it's like dozens of people showed up at the J.C. Nichols Fountain. And I'm like, I yeah, don't really. like, like 30 okay, people. Whatever. Congrats. 30 idiots showed up. Like I, part of me is like, don't give them the time of day. Like why are we even covering this as if it's a real story? Because there's two and a half million people that live in the KC Metro. If 30 yeah. of them are pissed enough to go stand at a fountain and get each other sick. like I mean, most of them were like old men with Velcro shoes. So it's yeah. like, I don't even. They're all white. On. If you can't tie your own shoes, you shouldn't be going to work anyways. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, almost exclusively white people, and they all want to bring their guns with them because apparently you want to shoot the virus. What's going on in Minnesota? People it's are wearing just, masks, and I'm like, oh, if these are black people with masks and guns, yep, nope. we're in trouble. Yeah, Not it, we're in trouble. I'm saying they're in trouble right, because yeah, no, that, that, the cops are going to murder everyone because that's what they do. I, I cannot Sorry, believe. it's a whole different subject. <laughs> I get fired I, up. I'm getting heated. Look at my face. It's just, yeah. The, the point, I guess, we're, we're tangentially making in a roundabout way is if you want MLS pack or if you want sports pack or if you want life to be normal, you got to listen to the health experts and the scientists and the public mm. health experts. Look, you know, the attorney, no, not attorney general. I was going to say um, the lieutenant governor of Texas today said, uh, let me get you this exact quote, because these are the type of people that these protesters are listening to. And I just am like, what in the hell is going on? But um, this quote was, let me tell you here, uh, there are more important things than living, is what he said as to why they should open up the uh, Texas economy again. Right. They're saying like um, money is more important than human life, essentially. Yeah. Like, isn't that the whole, a saying, like, you can't put a price on a human life? Yeah. You can put a price like, on, you know, the lower or middle class lives if you're part of the upper class, apparently. I so. feel like Texans <laughs> are actually the ones that would actually recreate that movie, The Hunt, and they would uh, get all the all the poor people together and hunt them for sport. Probably. 100%. Yeah. Like that movie, The Pest. Did you ever see that movie? I haven't seen that, no, but I'm pretty sure they probably do, like, human hunting in just, like, suburban Dallas. Yeah. Like all the rich people live. 100%. There are more so. important things than living. I, yeah. I don't. That's I a real quote. So. I don't want to die. No. Especially not for uh, corporate profits. But no. anywho, uh, listen to the health experts and we'll get MLS back sooner. Dude, we you... might not even get football this fall. Like, y'all, I know yeah. you all are football fans. Kansas City people and all those people protesting. One guy literally was holding a sign that said, I'm not done celebrating the Super Bowl victory. And it's like, you're not going to get to sell. You're, you're not going to be able to be a defending champion. Right. Because we're not going to have a season. Right. If we do have a season at this point, it's almost guaranteed going to be without fans in the stands. Right. Uh, Sounds great. That, that'll that be great to hear everyone on the field yeah. talking. Ha- have you ever seen a, a Swope Park Rangers game? And you hear all <laughs> the players going, on your left. On your... You can hear everything. It's crazy. Yeah. It's gonna be uh, gonna be hard to decibel up at Arrowhead when there's nobody in the stands. Right, we're um, about to lose that record in no time. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Stupid. probably not getting MLS back anytime soon. If we do, it's gonna be a shortened season of some weird sort, and it's gonna be gonna be wonky. Um, someone did ask us. Um, make sure. Oh, it, it was uh, it was Joshua Zars. Um, if MLS cancels the season, do you think we will get awarded the supporter shield? Um, <laughs> So I don't know. I I don't think so. I don't. I don't. <laughs> That'd see be pretty could. hilarious. I, I think unofficially people would say that. Um, right. And we would the, joke around. Sure. And if the sporty sporting uh, uh, Twitter handle was any kinds of hilarious, they would absolutely celebrate it in right. spectacular fashion. Yeah. Uh, because any other any other club would. Right. You know, so we could pull a UCF from a couple of years ago and just declare ourselves supporter shield champions the way they declared themselves national. Cha- they hung a banner that said national oh, yeah. champions. 
I'm about to uh, Photoshop it in every one of my photos. Just have it right here. <laughs> if we do cancel the season and they just basically call it off, then sure as hell, the first TIFO next time we're back at Children's Mercy Park for a game needs to say 2020 Supporter Shield champions. 100%, dude. If it doesn't, we miss <laughs> the mark on that. Well, what's the rest of Joshua's question, though? Uh, if So let's assume hypothetically they, they do say, hey, Sporting Casey, we want to award you the 2020 Supporter Shield. For your six points. Uh, if Peter and the ownership group could reject it, should they? And why or why not? Couldn't you see them rejecting it? Oh, he 100% would reject it. 100%. Dude. <laughs> it's, it, they, would be stay, they would be Shake Shack, and they would be re, uh, rejecting federal aid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is another That's whole a thing other mess there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah quote-unquote small business Shake Shack. But, but uh, Shake Shack, okay, I thought Shake Shack was being like, we're too good for your money. No, they applied for it as a small business, and then they got oh. awarded ten million dollars. And then everybody was like, "You're not a small business," and neither is you know all these major restaurant groups were getting small business grants because they made a shady rule that was like, as long as you have less than five hundred employees at a single mm-hmm. location, you're a small business. And you're like, Did That's you get not your check? Uh, I got my deposit. Yeah, still not holding yet. out on mine. Maybe I make too much money. Maybe. Probably not. You've said one too many mean things about Trump. That's probably not true. I say way worse stuff than you do. You do. Uh, Yeah, you put it in writing. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure I'm on some sort of list. 100%. Um, But anyway, so yeah, no no MLS anytime soon. Um, But as you started to mention, tomorrow, Thursday, at 4.30 p.m. Central Time, you can participate in the Michelob Ultra Happy Hour with Peter Vermees on Facebook Live. Yes. Is he going to be drinking some Ultras? (laughs) Uh, I have no idea. It'll be him and Nate Bucati. Uh, Did you watch the one with Carter, Augustine, and, and Jimmy Nielsen? I saw part of it. I didn't see all of it. They just kept drinking beers. And I mean, and Jimmy Nielsen, over and over, kept toasting. And I was like, how many beers y'all had? Like, that's a lot of toasts. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like... But it's not, ultra, so it's like Not water. to go back to, to Michael Jordan, but I don't know if you noticed. Every time they were interviewing Michael Jordan in the Last Dance documentary, like today, like current Michael Jordan, he had a mixed drink sitting next to him oh. on on his little uh, side table and there was the one point when they uh when they referred to uh the 90 no i guess it was like the 85 bulls um the interviewer called them a cocaine circus and michael jordan just like lost it, it was like slapping his leg and like throwing his head back laughing and i was like how many drinks has he had he seems like he is wasted and is just finding everything hilarious right now because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how how like regular Michael Jordan would just be laughing about cocaine circus, but I, I bet Vermees doesn't even drink though because I would love to see him put a, put a six pack away and just tell all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen him drink. Yeah, maybe he does. I don't know, but I pro- I feel like he's more of a like a mixed drink guy. You know, I don't think he doesn't seem like a beer guy. Like, give me a beer. No, he's I like feel like me. he's more like. Whiskey neat, please. Yeah. Uh, with a single or... ice cube. A single ice cube. <laughs> if it's more than one ice cube, you're dead. A Vesper martini. Like yeah. something real like classy. Like full so, on Bond yeah. movie stuff. He just shows up in, in his suit to no other pub and it's just like <laughs> Vesper martini. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I probably won't watch this live, but uh, I, I'm sure there's a replay. You'll be able to watch. I'm sure there will be. It's. I mean, it's going to be on the Facebook page, so I'm sure you could go back and watch it. Yeah, 4.30, you said? 4.30 on Thursday. Um, and cool. then Thursday night on SportingKC.com at 7 p.m., they're going to have a classic match to be determined by a fan vote. Already so was determined. That. Oh, have they finalized it? It's going to be the uh, the 2000 uh, playoff game uh, with the Galaxy. Oh, okay. There you go. So there's That's that. That's what and I then, voted for. Okay. And then Saturday night, they're going to show the uh, 2018 victory against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Are they going to um, have players on for that? They haven't, uh, I don't they haven't know. announced that yet. And then Sunday, there's fun. there's the EMLS tournament with Juan Cousin and Alexander on Tell me Fox you're not Sports excited one. for that. I'm not that excited for Dude, that. Dude, that's <laughs> legit. For one, Cousin is great. Alexander is, really is even more great. Yeah. There is a fun interview out there. Cousin spoke to reporters today. Have you read this? Uh, is this the one on MLSsoccer.com? No, he spoke with Sporting KC and, and local reporters, but he told a story about he, how he played FIFA against Chad Ochocinco. Oh, there you go. Bro. Former Sporting KC 
trialist. Because you know, Ochocinco would sometimes tweet out and be like, "I'm in so and so's neighborhood. Who wants to get whooped in FIFA?" And right. he would go to people's houses and play. That's and hilarious. I guess he had hit up Chad and was like, at one time, was like, "You can't, you know, you can't beat me or whatever." And he happened to be in town. His daughter was at KU or something. Yeah. And he said he tweets out, "I'm going to be at Legends." If anyone's looking to get smoked in FIFA or something, and Cousin's like an academy player, bro. He is a kid, and he he tweets out at Ocho Cinco and is like, uh, you know, my place, pan- pantry's yours. Let's go, because he knew Chad loves food, so right. he offered his whole pantry to him. His pantry, like, who is this? So Cousin goes down for a nap after academy practice, and he wakes up with a DM from Ocho Cinco, and he's like, I'll be at your doorstep in half an hour. Oh and my God. comes over to Cousin's apartment and they play like four games of FIFA and Cousin beat him like all four times. And That's he hilarious. asked him to tweet a picture out uh, and, a, and Cousin's handle, you know, and he, he did. He tweeted out like, just, just got my ass handed to me. Uh, and then they went to soccer lot and they both went and played pickup games at the soccer lot. That's amazing. Can you imagine? Cousin, That's a hell of a story. Dude, this kid just hanging out. <laughs> That's nuts. That's craziness. It's like a movie. Good for him, though. That's awesome. What if What if Cousin's like mom came over or something and was like, "Who's this? Uh, <laughs> who's this thirty-something-year-old dude just hanging in your apartment?" Who's this large, apartment? strange man? Yeah. <laughs> Why um, is your pantry empty? What's happening? I, I sent you things for holiday. <laughs> right. No, that's a, that's a great story. It's a uh, great story. There's more to it. You, you should go. Uh, anyone should go to sportingkc.com. Check that out. It's very yeah, funny. That's pretty awesome. Um, one other thing you can watch, I guess, if you need to get your uh, soccer fix, is uh, 2013 MLS Cup is on uh, Sporting KC's YouTube, or maybe it's MLS Soccer's YouTube. Mm. But you can watch the the full replay of the game. So if you haven't I've watched never actually it, actually watched it. It's pretty cool. So you did watch? Uh, yeah, I've seen it before. I didn't watch it this time, but I've seen it before. Um, obviously, I wasn't there when it happened, but mm-hmm. watched it to to get the whole feel of the the stadium and and the penalty shootout and when uh you know that last uh penalty kick when nielsen's not gonna save it but it bounces off the bar and then sporting KC wins mls cup it's pretty cool it's awesome. so um there's a couple other things that i want to mention before we, we get to just some questions um did you see that liga mx is suspending promotion and relegation for the next five years i did what's that about uh, I don't think they've ever really wanted promotion and relegation, and and they claim that it's um, like it's it's not viable for for some of the clubs um, to to continue trying to go up and down. Uh, they're saying the second division will become a league seeking to promote young Mexican players, um, which I guess is kind of almost like what USL does now. I mean, I think long term the the end game here is MLS and Liga MX combine to form a super league. That's mm-hmm. sort of been the rumor for a while. Yeah, um, we talked about that. So I think this is that first step because in order for that to happen, you have to have basically have a closed ecosystem. You can't have like this flexible, like, well, which team's going to be in Liga MX next year? We don't know. So, right. Huh. I, that's interesting. I mean, I guess, you know, people in the States are always, you know, there's that group of pro rel for USAers who are always like, we got to bring it here. And then there's other countries that are better than the States at soccer who are like, eh, maybe not. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then uh, Taylor Twelman tweeted out on uh, Monday, kind of a, a strange tweet. He says, The green light has been given for the Bundesliga to restart May 9th behind closed doors. Well, then he goes on to say, The health department still needs to agree, and the league has to present them their plan, but as of now, things are looking up. So it's more like they've been given the green light to go try to get the green light to restart. But nothing's but, official. But nothing's official. But uh, That's not how it goes. In, in <laughs> racing, there's one green light. You don't get a green light just to go to another red light. That's just called right. regular driving. Right. So I thought it was kind of funny how he phrased it. But if the Bundesliga does come back in May, pretty excited? Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd go full-on Bayern, bro. I mean, it's uh, I'd kind of fallen off all other soccer leagues. But now, if that's like the only thing to watch, let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I mean, the only sports around would be that. Um, WWE, obviously, is sports entertainment. And then, uh, obviously, we got the NFL draft this week, which is going to be a shit show. (laughs) WWE is having their Money in the Bank match 
on the roof of their headquarters. Yeah, that's going to be... <laughs> Bro. They're just trying all sorts of craziness because there's nothing else to do. I'm there for it. Uh, yeah, the crazier <laughs> the better in that sports entertainment world. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i fascinated, so that'll be interesting. I am also... I'm a big NFL draft guy. I love the draft every I've year. I've never really done that. I just kind of pay attention to my phone and see who gets picked. Oh. You know what I mean? But you watch it? I watch it every year. I There's what's something... The po- what's the point to it? I'm a big college football fan, and obviously I'm an NFL fan. I think there's just something about seeing, like, sort of the evolution of, like, oh, where are these players that I I know about going to go? And, like, and there's I'm a KU football fan, so I'm like, I never see many KU football players. Yeah. But also, like, there's hope because you're like, Cincinnati, they've been so bad, but now they're going to get Joe Burrow. Like, there's possibility there. Um, And and there's something about just the whole, like, spectacle of it, which this year, obviously, it's going to be way different because it's all virtual and they have already had technical issues with the the run-through. That's true. So it could be a shit show. Yeah. I'm just hoping for people not muting them themselves like people hacking the zoom call roger goodell is just like yeah he's, he's talking not realizing he's on mute and or yeah. forgets that he's not wearing pants so like he gets up like thinking it's a commercial break and he's just you know he's got his like sweater vest on and he gets up he's just in his like tidy whities and like yeah socks and sandals um <laughs> it's like not a commercial break at all you know what was bad is that uh at work one time like last year sometime, one guy was hosting, a, was like showing his screen during a meeting. And I think everyone had already left, but I was still on the screen. Oh, no. And I saw him and oh, this no. other gal in the department oh, no. talking trash on our current manager at the time. He's gone now. So yeah. that's all gone. I'm not ratting anybody out. But I was just like, yo, I don't know if anyone else is on here, but I see what you're saying. I think it's hilarious, but look out. <laughs> <laughs> you like actually said that to them? Yeah, yeah. Okay. To him and he's like, Oh my gosh, do you think anyone else was on there? I said, I have no idea. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know. Probably but I, I had a good laugh. Shit about. <laughs> yeah. So that's what Goodell's gonna be like, man. Like he's gonna think he's muted or something and yell at his wife to wait for him in bed or some shit. <laughs> Get the dog to shut the hell up. <laughs> Get the meatloaf. Get the meatloaf out of the oven. <laughs> um I did see that Bud. Bud Light, which is the league's biggest sponsor, is asking people to send in videos of them booing Roger Goodell because that's like a thing. Like everybody always boos the commissioner when he comes out, and obviously nobody's going to be at his home to boo him. Mm. So uh, Bud Light is asking people to send in videos of them booing the commissioner, and I guess they're going to put something together. Um, I did not know that was a thing. See, that's how much I don't watch. I just assume Alabama players are going to get drafted, and that's how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, the constants about the NFL draft is Roger Goodell will always get booed, and. uh, Whoever the Jets pick will be terrible, and uh, Eagles fans will always boo whoever they pick. So, yep. Bears will take a, a quarterback that wasn't even, uh, you know, <laughs> sought after. A- ahead of Mahomes and uh, Deshaun Watson. They so. could have had Deshaun Watson. Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. At the time, though, Mahomes was off the radar, man. They they weren't even looking at him. We were the only ones kind of really talking about him, you know. I guess, but, yeah. But Deshaun Watson was definitely talked about. Right. So, anyway, so there's that. And I guess the crossover with WWE is the reigning uh, 24-7 WWE champion, Rob Gronkowski. What is happening? Just got traded from the Patriots to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. With, you got to uh, defend Tom your Brady. title, bro. Yeah. Well, this is going to end with Tom Brady becoming the WWE 24-7 champion. Anytime, anywhere, anyplace. If WWE was smart, then they would absolutely get Tom Brady like out of Bucks practice, blindside yeah. him with a chair, take the belt, and walk away in the locker room or something maybe maybe tom's like just on his back getting a uh massage or something right <laughs> and then he just lays on him i mean that's, or vice versa <laughs> One, i mean gronk's on his back right. yeah gets the three count takes the belt i'm just yeah. confused because i'm like i thought gronk was gonna go be a wrestler now but now it's like he's gonna continue playing although tampa it's not that far from orlando in the All wwe right. training center oh, so yeah, maybe like he'll hour. he'll he'll play and then during the week, go train. And then after a year of, of playing in the NFL, maybe winning another ring with uh, Tom Brady, go be a wrestler. I don't know. Craziness. This is so weird. Um, let's, let's get to a couple of these these fan questions here because I know we. I don't even know how long it's been. It's almost forty minutes into the episode. Forty minutes. <laughs> Killing what it, man. Talked about. Hey, what else you got to do, huh? Yeah. Um. So let's see here. Um. Joshua Zars did also point out that they're starting to sell officially licensed MLS uh, face masks, like face coverings. So if you're uh, in need of a mask, which 
they recommend everybody wear if you're going out in public right now. Um, you can buy some on MLSshop.com that have Sporting KC's logo on it. How much so, are those? That's a great question. Let me click on huh. the email and find out right now. They are fourteen ninety nine. Really? So yeah, and it says all proceeds from the sale of the licensed face coverings will be donated to the Feeding America uh, and Food Banks Canada. That's so, cool. Yeah. So people I already ordered. Them. I guarantee people are buying them. Oh yeah, I already ordered some from Charlie Hustle. So. Oh, that's right. I got those, but this is another good option. Well, what were on those? What was the design? Uh, it was be fashionable. It was mostly plain white, but it had the little like heart KC sort of on it, kind of on the like lower corner. Gotcha. And it was like a three pack for twenty five bucks. But they said right. they were going to donate for every pack purchase. They were going to donate masks to frontline workers. So, bro, it's weird that you want to like try to accessorize your mask and it's like well, yeah. as of right now dude i don't care what i look like i go out in sweats i've got right. my hair in a in a mess right sometimes when i have my mask on i i think i have like glasses on so i can like look at people without them like <laughs> seeing me look at them like oh maybe that dude's doing something weird or or that girl's got a short skirt or something you know but it's like oh no they're gonna catch me because <laughs> it's just the mask my eyes aren't covered ridiculous it's ridiculous i told my wife uh, about it she's like yeah, why don't do that? <laughs> yeah, don't be a creeper. Um, creeper coos. Creeping, man. Creeper coos. Um, yeah, I had to go Double meet K. somebody like to get something from from uh, for work today, like to to proof a a copy of something we were working on, and uh, so we were like, uh-huh. yeah, let's just meet at this like parking lot and we'll just hand off whatever it is we need to get because. Uh, Neither of us wanted to go into the office. In a parking lot? Like a parking garage? Well, because they lived in... No, they live in Lenexa, and I live in Lee's Summit. that's some serious, like, murder shit. Like, we're going to meet this parking garage, get the dossier. (laughs) It was like a a garden store or something like that. That was, like, about halfway through where we both live. And and so we just met there. And I got out of the car to get it, and I realized, I was like, I'm wearing the same sweatpants I've worn for, like, six straight days. I probably have stains (laughs) on my shirt. Like, (laughs) I was like, I don't look presentable. Watch this. Um, these pants stand up on their own. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, whatever. I'll just take it. And it was like we weren't going to hang out and talk. It was just basically like, hey, here it is. Like, let me know if it looks good. Okay, thanks. Bye. Did they have a mask on? Uh, yeah. And you did as well? Yeah. So yeah, don't, don't mess with these people. I don't know what kind of shady people you're working with. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was all good. Um, but let's see here. Um, Eric Martinez, uh, he wants to know... Uh, you know, can you talk about who might have been your favorite soccer player as a kid? And he mentions that his was mm-hmm. Ronaldinho, um, Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, OG Ronaldo, um, and Roberto Carlos, um, Luis Fernandez, the original Blanco in uh, MLS. Um, and, you know, he said, you know, TV broadcasting was limited and his dad had souvenir pillows from the 1986 World Cup in Mexico. Uh, so he just wanted us to mention that, but then asked if we had favorite childhood soccer players. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you think? That's tough for me, man. I, I, I just being a soccer fan was just kind of frowned upon as I hung with the basketball people and, and then started <laughs> to get into football. You know, I just, I never was into soccer. My cousins played, I would see them play, but I was like, I'm getting kind of large in stature. I feel like I should be playing basketball or football you know right yeah soccer was always kind of the little man game and the fast guys and i'm like dude i'm like six foot tall in sixth grade what are we doing (laughs) yeah i i had some friends who were big soccer fans i wasn't a huge soccer fan as a kid i definitely didn't know much about international soccer like i I I knew you knew the mia ham and and brandy chastain you knew those players right and i knew david beckham like even before he became to a, a galaxy player like i knew who david beckham was all that stuff um but, like, I guess the players I was most familiar with were, like, Galaxy players. Even though I wasn't a huge Galaxy fan growing up as a kid. I mean, that was in the, you know, Kobe Jones, Landon Donovan days. So, I, I guess if I had to pick a player, Landon Donovan was probably, like, the the guy that I knew the best and, and followed closest. I was aware of Kobe yeah. Jones as well. Yeah. So, I mean, because those, those Galaxy teams in, in the late 90s, early 2000s were obviously very good. And, you know, growing up in L.A., those that was pretty much the only soccer exposure that I had. So, hmm. um, I guess that was that, but, uh, let's see here. This is a fun one. Um, Drake Ewing asks, which MLS analyst do you think has the worst predictions? 
<laughs> so, uh, well, what, what you'd, you'd say Matt Doyle's pretty, pretty wise about things, right? He tries most of the time. He's 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 on there. Occasionally, he has a take where you're like, I don't know what you're talking right. about, but. And Weeby gets a lot of flack. We our boy Weeby gets a lot of flack. Um, I don't know, man. Who who would you say? Well, I guess I would have said Bobby Warshaw. Because he just said craziness, but he I don't think works for MLS anymore. Yeah, I don't know um, what he's doing. But it's it's I, I think it he wants to weird. get into coaching, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Hmm. Um I don't know, man. I I mean I don't know that any of them like nobody's that great at predictions, really, because MLS is so weird. Um yeah. you know, Ben Bear sometimes says some crazy things like he's his like, weird bear and tease where I'm like, I don't His don't laugh really is get silly. Me. Yeah, it makes so. me be self conscious about any time I laugh. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but well, and there's a uh, Kalen Carr. Mm-hmm. He's a little questionable at times. I think of him more like he does some predictions and whatnot. But I honestly, and maybe this is just my own blind spot, I think of him more as doing sort of like the MLS like digital features, where like he goes out to like kind of find an interesting story and like right. that has something to do with like a fan base or a player or whatnot, and kind of does like one of those like eight or ten minute videos that they're talking about. He kind of hosts well, those. He's on extra time uh, occasionally. So, I mean, it's... Yeah. It's hard, man. When you're trying to do a show like Extra Time or something on MLSsoccer.com where you are consistently have to pump out the takes and and just find ways to keep making content, uh, especially now, but uh, even during shows the season. a week, man. Like an hour and 15 minutes each. Yeah. I mean, that's why they keep putting out their, like, you know... Weebies, you know, tweets about like, hey, here's my best eleven all time of American born players, and he knows he's going to get eviscerated for it. But it's like, here's my best it. eleven of of players with the first name Matt. Right, You're like, <laughs> I mean, it's going to get to that point at some point. Yeah, um, that's a good. But they got to put out content. See if you could do it. <laughs> yeah, you could. I mean, you know, go through, uh, make a, a decent team. That's uh, good. I don't know. So. I feel like I don't envy any of them because it's tough. No matter what you say, someone's going to be mad. Oh, for sure. But, Absolutely. Um, JT Hart asks, does it make you guys feel better that even though sporting players are stuck at home playing FIFA, they seem to be winning a lot? Every time I watch a match, I feel like we win. So, I guess. Uh, they, they win at FIFA? Yeah. They do, yeah. They're pretty good at FIFA. Yeah. Daniel Shallowy's decent. Zane's <laughs> good. Freaking... Uh, Polito, I guess, is decent. I mean, I'm no good. And I see them move the ball on there, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. I always put it on easy, and I would just, like, use one play. I'd use, like, my center back to take it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm I'm decent-ish when I'm – like, I can play, you know, the computer up to pretty much the highest level. Um, Jesus. I never win possession. I always have, like, 37% of possession, but that's because I always have, like, smash and grab counters where I, like – get the ball quick, send some through balls, and like three seconds later I'm firing in a shot. But then I play online with some of these people on like Ultimate Team, and I'm like, how the hell? Like, what are you doing with your life? Are you just literally playing FIFA all the time? I don't understand. I'm losing like 7-1. My video game turnover, the point where it all went to hell, is when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater went beyond two installments. Yeah, that second Tony Hawk is what I was amazing, and I was always pulling off the shit and beating my brother and everything. And as time went on and games got a little more complex, my brother started whooping me and yeah. everything from guns to sports. And I'm like, damn, when'd you get better? I, I now I'm old all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, my uh, a couple of my favorite games were the you know Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. I had them for N64. Uh, N64. Yeah, they were PlayStation games. They were on both. Oh, okay. I, but I remember, like, Pro Skater 1 had, like, a bright blue cartridge for N64, and Pro Skater 2 had a yellow cartridge for N64. Um, but they were you good. probably I, had that Golden Eye, too, didn't you? Oh, I had Golden Eye, Mario Kart Golden 64, Eye. Super Mario. I still got them. I, I have my 64. <laughs> you still have your 64? Oh, yeah. I Dude, got did my... I tell you I got that classic Sega with, like, 60 yeah, games on Yeah, you did mention that. That's awesome. And I played so. it twice. I bust out the 64, play some uh, Mario Kart, Super Mario, Super Smash, Mario Party, any of the Marios. You sound like they're making a Mario Kart ride at Universal, right? Uh, hopefully it's good. If I I'm can't sure throw 
turtles at people, I'm going to be I, mad. I bet you can, dude. Dropping <laughs> banana peels and, and wiping out your brother Eddie. I mean, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I want to throw literal turtles at Eddie. So I'm just going to do that next time I see him anyway. I'm just going to drive by and throw a turtle at him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Somebody call PETA. What the hell? Um, turtle soup. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see here. We got one more question. Um, maybe maybe we'll finish with this one before it gets too far off the rails and someone reports us. Um, is it already? It's been off the rails for weeks. Um, Viet Fan Club said, this might be a tough one, so you know, we might not be able to answer this in totality and we'll probably forget things. But uh, what are your top five SKC moments in MLS history? Now, I know, you know, we are not it's necessarily... Tough as familiar with some of the like super early years we're not ogs man um but i can admit it i think i think i can come up with at least a solid i think the top two are easy i think the top one would be 2013 mls cup i think that'll be the number one moment I'd, i'd have more fun doing like like i've been or seen every game from 2014 to now right so i mean like i could I could probably pick through and get five best moments from there. You know okay. what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I think let's do that. Let me, so I'll just say, you know, MLS Cup 2013 and then the first MLS Cup. I think those are the top two unquestionably. I think the third best moment um, is probably when Children's Mercy Park first opened back mm. when it was sporting Livestrong Park. Um, there you go. You know, I think you could make a case that, and this is maybe a little recency bias and this is probably in your top five, but um 2015 winning that u.s open cup when jordy Cantilla hit the the penalty kick in in philadelphia that was pretty that was cool a big deal that led to a, a dual painting of the wall for the first time in wall painting history mm-hmm. where your boy you know you know there's a picture of that in their corporate offices yeah do you have the weird mirror thing the magical mirror that you're holding i probably do <laughs> but i'm i'm in, I'm in the offices man i'm a big That's deal. pretty cool um I think those those definitely those top three moments I mentioned and, and probably that open cup could be in there. You know what I could have said, and this is definite recency bias, but depending on how this year could have gone on, signing Alan Polito, you know, yeah, could have it's, you know, it, it's not it's not there yet, but when you look back at Sporting Casey history, if he continues on what he looked like those first couple of games and helps bring some trophies and whatnot, that could be kind of looked at as sort of like a turning point for the franchise. True. And twenty fifteen also had a couple games like against Philly and Vancouver where we really came from behind at the yeah. last minute it's a fun to year. win the game. I just remember those being crazy and the best times I've ever had. That was the double post year too. It was the double post year. Um, another fun one for me, I had never been at, to a sporting playoff game because they just didn't have home playoff games from 2014 till 2018, you know? Right. Um, and I was able to come back from Chicago and be – at that playoff game where they beat uh, they beat Portland to go no who they beat to go through in 2018 oh shoot what um, the hell happened they they because they went to play while I look. they went to play Portland in the conference finals so we were at the, I was at the conference semifinals at Children's Mercy Park let's see 2018 uh, Sporting K it was RSL C it was RSL beat RSL yes yeah and that was when Shallowy had that no-look goal at the end. And the atmosphere there was just nuts, dude. I lost my voice, went back to work on Monday, and was like, ah, welcome to the bank. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. That was unfortunately when we uh, lost to Portland in the, the conference yep. finals. But still, and then... regardless, it was, a, it was a playoff game, and we, it was. we had not had one for a long time. Yeah, and we won the playoff series, and, and hey, that was, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So even if that year gave us the hell final of Portland versus Atlanta, that's right. <laughs> but anyway, man, I think that's uh, that's mostly what I got this week. Um, we didn't do. I guess we kind of did a, a you know brief top five, but we said we were going to do a random top five lists every week. So you, oh, uh, yeah. let's see here. What can we do this week? How about? Um, Top five classic video games. Since we brought that up, that what are your what are your top five classic favorite video games? Could what be any system. Classic, like are you, I don't know, just one from your 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 childhood, your past. Just throw one out there. Sure, you like I a mean, list of five. 
Dude, I used to. Uh, <laughs> I could go ham on some on some Ren and Stimpy on Sega Genesis. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! <laughs> I always had to be Ren because he would jump on Stimpy and use him to get across ledges and stuff. <laughs> and my brother would be like, "Will you stop? Will you stop riding me?" I'm like, "That's how you get across. What do you mean?" Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it. Um, let's see here. I like I said, I was a big N64 guy, Nintendo mm-hmm. guy, so. Uh, Mario Kart 64 is going to be in there for me. Mario Super Mario 64 is going to be in there for me. Um, I was huge into Sega Genesis, I think, because whenever I went to my grandma's, we had an extra Sega there with a whole set of games that yeah. stayed there. Like there yeah. was there was Mickey, Mickey and Donald's Magic Adventure. Like that was it's on my Sega it's classic man. It's freaking nuts. I had my wife yeah. play. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. We don't play. <laughs> I don't play games. Quit making me play. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, Sonic. Sonic's huge. Sonic was good. I liked Donkey Kong Country back for Super Nintendo. Who that was didn't? the side scroller. That was fun. Donkey um, Kong Country, dude. They they should reimagine that somehow. They they have it in the last couple of years on like the the Wii U and the Switch. Okay, they have a, okay. a new side scroller version. Um, Pokemon, OG Pokemon. It's got to be in there. I was a big never fan. my thing. Um. And I'll throw this one on you. I don't know if this cracks my top five all-time games, but this was a fun one that I still have for N64, and you're going to get a kick out of WCW versus NWO. That's a good one. So that's a good one. That was uh, that was before WrestleMania 2000. That also mm-hmm. came out for 64. Yeah, those so, are good, man. Because then you could start creating your own wrestler, and you yeah. give him his look and his theme song. And you know what was crazy? My theme song was always. Chris Jericho's and he would come out, you know, to his entrance. Yeah. But for the entrance video, it was always Stacy Keebler's video because I was like, why wouldn't I want to watch a Ridiculous. beautiful woman as I'm playing this game? Ridiculous. <laughs> I had a, Ridiculous? I don't remember what game it was. Um, it was for PlayStation two, I think, but we had a, a wrestling game that I played with my cousins where you could make your own wrestler and, and, and they had like storylines and everything. And like, depending on, how you answered like interview questions, you would turn like good guy, bad guy, or whatnot. So sounds like it, SmackDown. I think it was just called. It was SmackDown. It, I think it game, might have right? just been SmackDown. Yeah. Um. I mean, man, that must have been like 2004, 2005, something like that. But and and if I played it now, I'd probably be like, this is a shit game. But at least back then, it felt like sort of pretty expansive yeah. as video you might games love went. It because the games, their games now are trash. They're so bad. Really? Yeah. Like 2K. Uh, I'm just not into it. Yeah, I can't get into the fight games. Like I see, like UFC has a, a game, and I'm just like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see the appeal to this. I tried to wrestle, and there's so many move combos, so I'm constantly pausing to look at new moves, and I'm like, it shouldn't right. be like that. Well, I that's just want al- a button smasher. That's almost how what my biggest complaint with FIFA is anymore is like they're like, oh yeah, this this there's all these skill moves, but you have to know like, is this a three star guy, and is he a three star on his weak foot or his his strong foot, and then if he is, okay, well, and I'm like, I am not gonna memorize all of these I special moves for all these players. Yeah, and that's probably why I'm awful online because people are doing stuff that I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I'm glad I've never played online. Yeah. So. Wow, dude. Anyway, I think uh, that about covers it for this week i'm about um, to go plug in the sega now that's good shit <laughs> what are you uh what are you gonna watch the rest of the week rest of the week we're looking at uh i don't know there's a couple netflix movies i wanted to check out like spencer confidential or code eight or uh you know what what was that uh, underground six underground with ryan reynolds kind of want to oh. check those out okay that sounds good i think uh like i said i just finished uh, harry potter last night pretty good um i do want to watch the fantastic beast movies but i think i'm going to take a little pause because what harry potter made me want to watch was the lord of the rings trilogy because ah. that is my all-time favorite movies well there you go so, 17 hours of your day right there with three I'm movies it. i'm oh all for it God, dude. extended editions and everything give it to me my high school girlfriend made me go watch return of the king in imax and i don't even think i saw the first two she's just like we're gonna go see this <laughs> well, great movie problem. I don't know. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, look, okay. I get the, if you're not a fan, I get the criticism of there's a lot of walking and talking, but IMAX was new at that time though. So it was kind of badass. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot of screen. Well, there's a lot of happening. fighting in return of the King too. But if you don't it's know a, what the hell's going on, cause you haven't seen the first 
two movies and you're like why are these ghost pirates coming out of nowhere and just attacking everybody and then it's just like okay well yeah you know. now i do like them and i I'm, I'm excited for like the amazon show that they're putting together and yeah that'd be cool but anyway um uh, thank you guys so much for, for sticking with us and 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 listening um we enjoy doing this every week it helps keeps up keep us sane hopefully it does the same for you so Keep the questions and suggestions and emails coming. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Uh, send us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. And make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review. But, uh, yeah, thanks again. And until next week, he's Dan, and I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. See ya, peeps. Yeah.